0: Falling program is a proud member of the Palava family of podcasts. Check out all the shows over at palava.com. That's P-A-L-A-V-A dot
1: I'm campaigning for him now. Donald Trump has a wherewithal, the knowledge, and the awareness of this country. He wants to turn it back to where the founders had it. We have administration now, which I do respect as sitting president, but it's a mess. Government takeover of middle class America government take over with Obamacare. You don't take Obamacare, you get 525 grand. Where does that go? That goes to government. Keep spending. They want to spend more. They want to spend more. Not worrying about the deficit of the budget. Donald Trump will turn that around. And I'm campaigning for him now, and I will continue to campaign for him. And that's the truth. And it's a good thing. And the word Trump, T-R-U-M-P, I created a for his last name. T-R-U-M-P stands for Taking, redirection, understanding, massive power.
2: Commit, primary ignition. One day, somebody's going to have to make a stand. One day, somebody's
3: going to have to say...
4: That was absolutely hilarious. Do you know why that's so funny? Because Gary Busey is <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He okay. was just, spoiler
5: alert, he was just kicked off of uh, Celebrity Apprentice, I guess. Oh, really? Yeah. Now he's out campaigning for Trump.
4: Woo. It's crazy. Well, who, who, who's <laughs> next? All right. Secretary of State, Charlie Sheen. Oh, my God. Ugh. Health and Human <sighs> Services. Because <laughs> he needs... Lots of antibiotics. Yeah, that's just, that's fucking crazy. I don't get it. I, I don't, I don't,
5: I, I, I
4: just. How many times, if Gary Busey's a big spokesman for, for Donald Trump, Yeah. how many times during this campaign are we going to hear, I crashed my head. I cra- <laughs> Crack that helmet. I crashed my head. C- Donald Trump. C-Point C- Break, out now on, on Blu-ray. Oh, my God. It's just getting to be funnier and funnier.
5: All right. So if Gary Busey is the spokesman for Donald Trump, yeah. l- let's go through this. Who would be the spokesperson for Mitt Romney?
4: Um, you know who would be that blonde-haired like, kid from who's a douchebag in all those 80 movies? <laughs> I don't even know the actor's name, but he's like an <laughs> asshole in every movie yeah. he's in. He's in like Karate Kid, yeah. and you know he's the the elite. Yeah, kid. exactly. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be a specific actor, right? It's just that role. Exactly. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, it would be it would be douchey preppy guy from nineteen eighty three.
5: Yeah. Yeah. What would he wear? Different color sweaters tied around his neck he for would. the different events. He would, and yeah. the
4: collar, of course, would be. Would be up popped. Yes, yes, I believe "popped" is the
5: term the kids yes. are using well, these days. Uh, fuck the kids. What about um, Michelle Bachman? Who would be I her don't, spokesperson? I don't pay
4: attention enough for her. You, you can take that one. Hmm.
5: I would. I would have to guess. The first thing that popped in my head would be Gene Wilder as Willy
4: Wonka.
6: Okay. <laughs> I don't
4: know why. I love the suspense. I, really I hope don't. it lasts. <laughs> Can you see, uh, then you can see him in a debate. Yeah. You should open your mouth a little wider when you speak. <laughs> ah, boy. Um,
5: you think Glenn Beck's going to run? Who knows? Well, he's
4: getting, he's, he's leading. I don't know parts. if he can
5: get Gary Busey. Oh, geez. Yeah, they could run together. I could definitely see that.
4: Glenn Beck would have Charlie Sheen.
5: He could. He definitely could. Wow.
4: Because really, there's a guy who, who they have so much in common, all right? Charlie likes doing a lot of drugs, yeah. okay, and eating out women, all right? <laughs> and Glenn Beck's likes to eat out. <laughs> oh,
5: yeah, that's true. Oh, boy.
4: And I think that he uh, would eat a human if placed in front of him and prepared. Which, which one? Either oh, right? Oh, Glenn Beck. Oh, okay. Charlie Sheen's not crazy. <laughs> I guess the volcano cum shot of truth, or whatever the fucking show is, um, it was in Boston last week. Tickets were like I don't know, like four dollars. Yeah, I think they were giving them out when you donated blood.
5: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, because when you donate blood and then you do a whole bunch of, you drink a whole bunch of alcohol and do a whole shitload of blow, then you have less blood, so yes, exactly. it affects you a lot better. So. Right.
4: So, mm. yeah, I just, I, and I guess he didn't blow his head off. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm on waiting stage. for him to commit suicide on stage.
5: Yeah. Well, if that happens, get to YouTube fast, because that should be pulled like oh, a motherfucker God, yeah. right off of there.
4: Yeah. It'll be like
5: all those Hitler things from uh, from Downfall, where they just redub <laughs> it and all different oh, stuff. Yeah. And they take him down, and then there's a one-up that Hitler complained about being taken off of YouTube. Right. <laughs> Uh, I think the smartest person, the smartest thing that a person could do would be to get uh, Wow and Snooki from uh, the Jersey Shore. And I think uh, Palin could have them as her spokespeople.
4: The folks from Jersey Shore?
5: Yes. Yes. Because they are the least elitist on the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see them as de-elitist, but whatever.
4: Just, oh, uh. God. I just... We should we should make a
5: list of the people that revulse us the most. Um,
4: god, yeah, that's a long list.
5: Not right now, but we could do like our top ten people that really just make our skin crawl.
4: All right. Who would um who would we have representing Obama? I like to think of Grizz and dot com from Thirty Rock. <laughs> I could I could do
5: that. That'd be all right. But if we're going for crazy people, Tracy Jordan. Oh yeah. Hands down. Not Tracy Morgan. Tracy Jordan.
4: I'll do my best to imitate all his best Obama mannerisms, Obama-isms. <laughs> Obama misms. <laughs> Obanerisms. Oh, uh, Which is a nice segue on the Did you see 30 Rock last week? I know I did. Where they found Tracy. Oh yeah. And that was so funny. Yeah.
5: It it at first before, I mean it was there was a quick reveal where where they found him where he was and then there was the quick discussion of how no one ever found him and at first I'm like oh that's kind of oh yeah that makes sense that was my whole thought process she's always at work them. yeah yeah but it, she did get the apartment upstairs though yeah exactly so that so, was nice
4: but I just one of my favorite lines in that whole thing was um, the uh, the thing with the pizza academy in New York oh I'm a <laughs> New York pizza academy man myself <laughs> yeah. On
5: the test. What sorority did you pledge? There are oh, no. no sororities.
4: Well, fraternities, because Kenneth is a boy.
5: Well, that's yet to be determined. <laughs> Him and his mountain folk parents. Oh,
4: God. That was, was really, really good. But I got to tell you, yeah. the show that knocked it out of the park for me hmm. was um, Modern Family.
5: Oh, the music one.
4: The music one.
5: Yeah that was
4: that was good there were two things in that for one thing you know that writing that it was oh they wrote that show backwards oh they had to because it was like okay this is the sight gag that we want to use yeah let's build a story around it we love the f word
5: yeah there was there was nothing funny about that whole episode except for the car gag yeah it it was there wasn't your typical it was all kind of Kind of angsty and and just against everybody yeah. for most of the episode, which I thought was so totally different than everything they've done. Even Phil was like panicking.
4: Oh god, that was it was and the um when Cam and Mitch, Mitch, are, I remember are, this time and, uh, are talking about um you know how the kids you know he's introducing how Cam is introducing the kids to the classics yeah. and there's that line you know it's just like I'm introducing them to you know Gershwin and Sondheim and these kids are never ever going to stop talking about how I've sondheim them <laughs> it's just like I wouldn't quite put it that way but he
5: <laughs> had another line I, I forget what it was I should have oh uh, you know I, that's know, the I one know exactly I what pulled. it was
4: it was you know why are you always why are you always raining on my dreams I, I have these dreams and you throw a wet blanket over it and all I'm left with the wet dreams I know no, I heard it the minute I said it, (laughs) you know,
5: he just says it immediately. And you know what was funny? He doesn't let the joke hang. Exactly.
4: Yeah. But which was great because nobody, you can't really say that without it because then that turns into a laugh track kind of thing. Yes. Right? Yes. Oh, 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 oh.
5: But that's how normal conversations go. Right.
4: It, like, it would go, "Yes, I know what I said." Know.
5: Oh, how was the how was the 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 marathon? Oh, it was long and hard. I, I, know, know, I, I, know, I,
4: know, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but another another show that did something similar to that was in that 30 Rock episode <gasps> when Tracy is talking about the mustards. Do you have that mustard that I like? It's the one in the red bottle that says ketchup. Oh, I hear it now. That's on me. But he does it in his Oh, I hear it now. That one's on me.
5: But he talks to her in her sleep. Yes. So creepy. Uh,
4: I sleep here. I know I've watched you. I watched I watch those episodes. I watched Thirty Rock twice, back to yeah? back. Yeah, because it's so fast and it's just so yeah. like the thing, it's just like, okay, we're getting takeout from Hooters. What's the <laughs> point? We'll know they touched it. Oh, the whole and thing. And then getting was... takeout from IKEA. Like I don't get that. I don't I just thought it was
5: the whole funny. the whole dream sequence with Pete for the whole episode. <sighs>
4: that was <laughs> that was very funny.
5: That was that was sad though. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> um but that went on longer than i think that was like half the episode yeah
4: yeah it was that was that was really funny um what'd you think of the office with will ferrell well i was i was
5: when i heard he was going to be on i'm like uh, he only has like two characters there's there's a anchorman character yeah there's elf Oh, I was going to say uh the the dude from uh Land of the Lost who's uh competent at his job just barely, but he's an idiot man-child anyway. Okay, yeah. Well, that's So like elf. Elf, yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. Um, and he wasn't either of those. No, he was an interesting an he he sort of was right on the fence, back like, you know, he gets there and he seems a little quirky yeah. and he and Michael are very similar and then but like and then he once he's in there for a while, yep. he starts to be like
5: yeah, All right. he definitely oh has his likes he and dislikes. Have,
4: yeah, and he does have an air of authority.
5: Yeah. I was I was honestly surprised. I'm glad he's not at this point as far as we know taking over the role cuz I don't think I would like him in that role. But as an interim type of guy, yeah, that's fine.
4: I don't think he'll be there Long-term. No,
5: I I like I like the episode. I think it's 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 a good transition cuz I mean I think most people are familiar enough with him where it's not like um Idris Elba coming in. Yeah. Cuz I was watching some of his episodes and it's like
4: he was a douche. He, well, yes but, and no. I mean, he was just different.
5: He was, but he was he was there to do a job and he'd come from a more regimented. He came from from working with in a, in a steel like foundry. I think so. Yeah. So you make a mistake, somebody gets hurt. Yeah. So you do what you have to do. But he was also a very bad judge character. But not really because people didn't present their best face. Right. So this time around, everybody's trying to kiss his ass and Will Ferrell's ass and and be as nice as they can possibly be and present the. So it's it's really interesting to see the dynamic the yeah. office
4: takes on. So it's, it's going to be really interesting to see who they end up with.
5: And Stanley just doesn't give a shit. Yeah. So whatever.
4: Yeah. I, I,
5: I really hope that they end the season without showing us who it is.
4: No, because that's just, you know what it is? That's such like classic cliffhanger bullshit. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. I don't want to wait all fucking summer. You know what? I would rather <laughs> talk all fucking summer about Oh, wow, so-and-so is going to be the new guy. All right, well, we have three episodes left
5: until he goes, right?
4: Because yeah. Will Farrell's
5: doing four, so we might only have two episodes till, till. Oh, Carell no, his leaves. last
4: one is the 28th, I think.
5: Wait, this week? Next week? No, next I week, mean- I think, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Right, one, two, three, and then one extra one with Farrell when he would hand it over to whoever right. really takes over for him. But he did say he's starting a new job. So maybe he'll stay there for a season. Who knows what I don't know.
4: Maybe he'll want to go back to, you know, the Southwest.
5: I did like how they introduced him. I thought that the two of them getting along, but not doing names or talking or anything and just hanging out. That yeah. was, that was, yeah, no, nice. I thought that was
4: good. I thought the little phone call went on a little bit too long, a little bit too long, but they were way too close in proximity for them to not get it. The minute somebody's cell phone rings.
5: Yeah, that's true.
4: But that's Michael
5: Scott. He's oblivious to anything around him.
4: Yeah, but the new guy. But Will Ferrell was a little too oblivious. Yeah. He should have walked so, further yeah. away I mean, he was like and then walked
5: back like as he was talking. Like stepbrothers.
4: You know, he was like stepbrothers stupid in that one.
5: Yeah. Yeah. But it, it worked all right. I'm burying you. <laughs> so I don't know. I'd like to see Ricky Gervais come in, of course. That would be funny.
4: Yeah, that would be fun, but then there's like all the comparisons between the two. Well, there were already, so yeah. why not bring them back? <laughs> I don't know. That could be interesting.
5: I mean, yeah, you can't have Kathy Bates in there. You can't really promote anybody cuz then you still have the same cast. Right. You got to have a you got to bring a leader in. Yeah. I don't know. I don't the know. the it? show always kind of surprises me.
4: Yeah, it's done a decent job with stuff yeah the, the
5: pregnancy the promotions yeah. um the proposal the
4: proposal was beautiful yeah really really well it was done. just
5: like okay oh. they, there it is they were there no big lead
4: up or yeah. anything and the speaking wedding of the su- wedding episodes speaking of surprises and no big lead up mm. parks and recreation
5: what happened there
4: they got married oh yeah yeah well fucking awesome that doesn't surprise me honestly it doesn't surprise me but you know what's great about it usually close to the end of the season they're usually like sitcom weddings or mm. a thing oh yeah you know what i mean yeah. And this was just like out of nowhere nobody saw this coming no it was fucking beautiful
5: no that was good and we were talking after and and ellen said how long do you think it's gonna last How how do you think their marriage will be on the show i said you know what it's gonna go one of two ways. She's either gonna run off to Venezuela or it's gonna be the best marriage that you've seen on TV. I think
4: I think that it will be sort of the the most stable relationship on that show. Yeah. You know, Ron's had his issues, okay. Oh yeah. Um Leslie wants to fuck the dude from party down. But
5: she's working closer
4: to it. Yeah, she's exactly. actually starting a you know? relationship. And Tom and,
5: had his issues,
4: right? And yeah. and what's her name? Anne is out there dating, trying to you know deal with that. Oh, so. she's so bad at it. But I think that it's. <laughs> it's and you know what though? I think that that's a little disingenuous hmm. for her I, to be that bad at it.
5: Yeah, she was extraordinarily terrible. Really?
4: Like, really bad. Like, I could see Leslie being like that.
5: Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah, she just couldn't say the right thing. Right. So, yeah.
4: I just, anyway. So, and I'm glad that they avoided the whole, like, oh, her ex-boyfriend's getting married and go, like, a big thing like that. Because because right what's her name? The big black chick whose name I don't know. Mm. Almost right. She's like, so what? <laughs> yeah. What do you care that someone you don't want anymore is getting married? Yeah, well,
5: I'm glad somebody in the show finally said that because yes, that's exactly. that's how it is, and if and and more people in real life should realize, oh well, somebody you don't want to date is dating somebody, who gives yeah. a shit. So what? Do you or, or do you not want them to right. date them so they're available for you? But I'm Come glad on. there
4: wasn't that bullshit drama where yeah. Anne bursts into the wedding or some foolishness like that. Yeah, because I think it was really kind of refreshing to see, um. Andy and April April um it was nice. she's yeah. just like, "Well, I love him, and you know we're married, and they'll yeah. probably divorce him and then marry him again, and you know, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. it's great, it's that sort of they're so naive and it's so innocent mm. that it's like it's kind of nice, yeah, and they'll you know they'll be kind of tumultuous and everything, yeah. but I think that that underlying you know fondest for each other is Hmm. is going to be the thing that you know that'll be a successful tv marriage
5: there are there are parts of their personalities that are exactly the same but on the surface they are complete opposites she's quiet reserved and jaded and he is just wears his heart on his sleeve and he's open and innocent
4: about everything so
5: yeah
4: He's like a big, dumb puppy. Yeah. And she's like a, I don't know, turtle.
5: Like a ninja turtle. Yeah. <laughs> she can be mean.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but that was a great episode. I really, really liked that. Yeah. Uh, Community was okay.
5: I watched them like so long ago now, I can't remember.
4: Community was where um they're all in their electives. And it was with uh, Pierce and the... Chinese lady, oh
5: yeah,
4: it was his um
5: birthday did it start it started with a birthday, didn't it?
4: no, what am
5: I thinking of I just watched oh, I watched a birthday episode the other day we yeah, i i rewatched uh, the um ethnic cleansing episode oh, yeah. um yeah, Pierce met the Asian right. woman with the from the other wipes company, yeah, it was kind of nice though that they actually you know, got together. Yeah. I think end. it was
4: interesting at the end how they got together. So yeah, that Pierce, was funny. Pierce
5: had his own, you know, yeah. uh, ideal on what he wanted to do, which was take over her company and she wanted to take over his. So I don't know. It's nice. Jeff kind of learns a lesson here and there and it doesn't always have to be Britta yeah. Or, or, yeah, exactly. or Annie learning it. Jeff thinks that things should be a certain way and that's it. And the right thing to do is the right thing to do. But not always.
4: Yeah. So
5: I heard the end, the uh, the season finale is going to rival the paintball episode. Yeah, I because, heard it's going
4: to be another paintball episode. Yeah,
5: that's I was getting so to that. So that'll yeah. be interesting. Yeah, they said one of them is going to be, it's two parts yeah. this time. One is going to be Spaghetti Western inspired, and one is going to be Star Wars inspired. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I'm all for that, because I, I have uh, some more experience than I had, you know, two years ago with spaghetti Western. So I'll, I'll probably get a lot more yeah. out of that than I would have. The star Wars would fuck that. Yeah. I don't exactly. know shit about that. By the um, way, listen to <laughs> what, um,
4: what else was there?
5: I watched a bunch of movies, but I can't remember what they were.
4: Um, on oh, more TV. I have started watching Archer. Oh, right. Which I have to say tonight. Cause I, I put them on my phone Mm. And I was watching one in Starbucks, and I had a little time to kill. So I—I I, it'll be a while before I can go in there again. Because I was, <laughs> really I, seriously, I had my headphones in, right? Yeah. Like, un, unashamedly just laughing my fucking head off. I think it's the second episode of season one where he
5: and- <laughs> I hit the microphone with my <laughs> iced tea jug.
4: Where he and this dude that he's training to be a spy. Oh, yeah. kill a hooker.
5: <laughs> yeah. All, everybody always ends up killing a hooker. We're oh, never going God. anywhere aside uh, from Chinese food because we'll end up killing a hooker.
4: Oh, God. It was so, so funny. It's a funny, funny show. Yeah. And I really sometimes I don't like it when people, oh, you're going to see this. It's so funny. It's That's when I, a, I won't I won't
5: it, watch it. It's
4: when people say, it's your kind of humor. Uh, don't.
5: Uh, don't then do it's that. not. Don't Not. do that. I started so. watching Archer just all on my own. I hadn't seen anybody tweeting about it. I, I don't know if it's in between seasons right now or whatever. I have
4: no idea. I know that there's season two episodes you can get out there somewhere. Okay.
5: But I just, I just, I, I had watched uh, Jason X. And I'm like, uh, whatever, I'll try this. It's about, exa- it's pretty much exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's like, um,. It's like an adult swim show, yeah, um, just on a different channel. Yeah,
4: it's funnier than I thought it would be.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it it kind of skewers the whole James Bond thing, but yeah, not. So but it's much. A, it's, it's got a, a lot more. To it's a it.
4: workplace comedy kind of thing, and yeah. they just happen to be spies. Yeah. So, but it is. It's it's really funny. Yeah.
5: I was surprised. I I need to get back into it. I watched like four episodes and then. Ran out of time to watch stuff. so
4: There was not a new um, Big Big Bang bang, last week.
5: I heard a rumor that Sheldon is going to need a new roommate. Yeah,
4: I saw that in Entertainment Weekly.
5: Yeah, apparently I still get Entertainment Weekly. I don't know. Because Leonard's going to move in with With Priya. Priya. The only reason they're going to do that is so that when Leonard comes back we can have a whole new roommate agreement episode that because be that's great. where Sheldon shines. Yeah.
4: That would, that would be great. The I'd be The negotiation fine with that. of a, of a roommate agreement. Yeah. I because say, now
5: what eight, nine years on in the, in the yeah, show timeline, there's lettered. a lot more he could, right. he could push for.
4: Um, what else did I see recently? I watched Terminator Salvation last <laughs> Oh, night. by the way, um, about
5: two hours ago, judgment day started. Oh yeah,
4: yeah, I, I knew that.
5: Yeah, we're still alive, so fuck you, Terminators! Yeah.
4: <laughs> all of you that can hear us,
5: exactly. I was driving out of Boston at about you know eight o'clock, so if anything was going to happen, I would have noticed. Yeah.
4: So, um, yeah, it was okay. It was a decent little action movie. I which guess. which one are you talking about? The latest one. Oh so yeah, 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 with Christian. Bale. Yeah, it was all right. So, yeah, it you was know, all right.
5: Christian Batman, you mean? Yeah. <sighs> As opposed to Mormon Batman. <laughs> <You're right>. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh I, I liked it. I, I really actually got a thrill out of the the spoiler alert blah, yeah. the uh the Schwarzenegger Terminators at the yeah, end. That was good. I, I like that. Terminators aren't really the the, you know, be all end all of killer robots, I'll but tell still you
4: though, I wonder how much Schwarzenegger got paid. Because yeah. I know
5: they didn't do it; they just took his face, right? But and they, and they had some that. of the guy's body, I guess, yeah. which is impressive, right? And they got to pay him for that, yeah. Well, you know what? Whatever he did in that Terminator movie is better than this Governator bullshit that's that the he's thing. doing. He didn't do anything;
4: he wasn't there. No, at all. they pay for likeness, yeah, exactly. So, so he sat at home and got yeah. a check, motherfucker. No, didn't he record one line? Didn't it? Did it say anything? No, he didn't. I don't. I think don't he remember. Did I anything.
5: saw it in the theater, so I don't remember. But I, I, it was all right. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah.
4: Mm, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else did I watch recently?
5: I watched a bunch of kids' movies. Oh, what'd you say? I watched um, Sleeping Beauty. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. We went through a progression of Disney princesses. Yeah. For We didn't watch Snow White. We're nobody in this house likes Snow White because like, that is the dopiest woman ever put on film. Yeah. So we started with Sleeping Beauty, because she has like 17 minutes of screen time. <laughs> um, and then we moved to Beauty and the Beast.
4: That's a good one. That's not bad. Like
5: that we, we watched the DVD version, and then I went out and bought the Blu-ray, because my wife loves it. So I got the, the new fucking Diamond Edition, whatever thing. Um, not really a Disney Princess, but we watched Lilo and Stitch.
4: You know what? I, I remember the trailers for Lilo and Stitch, and yeah. I thought, this movie is going to suck.
5: Oh, yeah. I
4: love that movie.
5: That's one of my favorite that was newer movie. ones. Yeah. We took
4: Olivia to see that movie. God, I don't know how many times that summer that movie came out.
5: Yeah. I love that movie. That was movie. such a surprise how good that was.
4: Yeah, it was so... It was really Disney funny.
5: had that string of just absolute trash for a little well, bit. Well, you know what
4: it is? They, the trailer for that, too, was just so bad. With this stupid little creature, like, yeah. getting in the scenes of others. It's like, what the fuck is this? I
5: thought it was kind of clever, but they started them too early, and they went on way too long. So. Yeah, and then was, um, we topped it off with Tangled. Oh, well, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. That was really good. Yeah. I was... Honestly... um we rented it i didn't steal it or nothing yeah we rented it on on demand the the high def version because i won't watch anything lower than high def if i can help it (laughs) some fucking snob (laughs) and um when it was over i'm like that was that was actually pretty good i was very i laughed about you know a bunch of times and stuff and then i went out and bought it for her the next day and then we watched it again the girls like it they weren't really in a great mood to watch it. They didn't take their nap, so they were kind of crazy off the wall. But what they watched, they liked. So, but it's they, I read why they they changed the name from Rapunzel to Tangled, so they could attract more boys, and they focused a little bit more on the 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 prince who's not yeah. really a prince. This is, if I remember right, this is one of the first movies where the guy that's with her has no like royal i mean uh, there's aladdin but doesn't he have like some royal pedigree behind him yeah well the princess does all the work in this one yeah um he the guy's just kind of along for the ride um get her she wants to go and see um these lights that float up on her birthday
4: it's a reasonable request
5: yeah they they kind of they kind of play around with the whole rapunzel thing um the story goes that a drop of sunlight fell, and it a flower bloomed, and that flower can heal the sick or stop you from aging. So don't this, tell
4: me too much. I haven't seen it. This is
5: the very beginning. So the very the one woman uh, keeps it for herself, and she stays young. And then the mother, and this is the first time I've seen somebody pregnant, like delivering, like side shot, people blocking, yeah. but you can see the bulge. She's laying down. She's yelling. Um, She gets, the mother, the queen gets really, really sick When she's delivering So they set out to find the flower And they make a thing like tea out of it Like they ruin, destroy the flower And she drinks it And the woman who was using the the flower to stay young Steals the baby because the baby's hair Has that sunlight in it So she tries to cut a little bit And I thought this was very clever She tries to cut a little bit and the part that she cuts turns brown because she has blonde hair. And what she has in her hand turns brown. It has to be attached yeah. to her. Alright, don't tell me anymore. So that's the setup. That's the very beginning. That's why she's in the tower. And uh, it's the parents that let a light go. And then the rest of the kingdom lets the lights go.
4: Nah, so, I don't want to know anymore.
5: No, that's just that's nah, that's all in the very that's beginning. More than I knew. So it was it was funnier than I expected. Yeah. A I lot heard it was it was awesome. a I heard lot the music funnier. was really good too. It was you know how Disney stuff it's like okay it's a movie musical. I'm going to sing a song about like what's going on yeah. or how I feel. Some of these songs actually were exposition. Some of them actually moved the story along. Oh, that's always good. And it felt Ellen compared it to uh Into the Woods. Um okay. But it definitely had a stage play feel. During the songs, which I thought was different, like the way they lit it, there's actual like almost use of spotlights <laughs> at times. So I was I was kind of impressed for a kids movie, for a Disney movie that I'm not really fond of. A whole bunch of kids yeah. of Disney movies, but I had I didn't care about it at all. She wanted to watch it, and I'm like, all right, whatever, that's fine. We're watching District Nine later. Then um,
4: <laughs> we took, um, but
5: it was yeah a nice surprise.
4: We took Lily and her friends to see uh, Rio okay the other day yesterday actually <clears throat> really fun was it I mean it wasn't awesome what is it about uh there is a blue macaw that gets taken from um, Brazil okay ends up in Minnesota oh. right as, as like a, a baby never learns to fly. Oh. Okay. okay. So ends up in Minnesota with this woman who owns a bookstore. Yeah. And she's just kind of, you know, bookish. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and um So some dude finds her and says, "Hey, you've got the last male Blue Macaw. I've got the last female. We have to get them together to fuck." Oh, okay. So she's like, "I'm not going to Brazil." He goes, "Oh, you're going to Brazil." Right? So he fucks her. No, yeah, but is, um, is this the Sopranos, or, or <laughs> what are we doing here? No, I'm kidding. So they end up, she's just nervous about her bird. So they go to Brazil. The bird gets kidnapped. Why do they go to Brazil? Because that's where the, uh, he's like at this, he's like some bird guy, because that's where the female is. Okay. So then he's got the female. So they're the last two of their kind. So, uh, um, all right, gets them down to Brazil. This bird poacher ends up, of course, taking them both. Yep, Is that how they get handcuffed together. Hilarity ensues, yeah. Okay, so but he can't escape because you know he can't fly, right? So, I really thought, and this might be spoiler ish if the <clears throat> we're going to talk for about five minutes on this movie, folks. Oh, all right, um, I thought that there would be more of him trying to fly, I thought that that would be part of the story. Okay. More. And I would have liked to see that. There was a lot of them, you know, plus they don't like each other, so they're not going to fuck. Right. So um, there's that whole, like, they need to escape and they need to get from one place to another. And yeah. There's a lot of that. And it is kind of humorous, but I would have liked to see more of, I don't know, like like when Peter Parker is trying to learn how uh, to, yeah. you know, swing a web. They took five minutes to do that. It was hilarious.
5: Okay. All right?
4: Um, In Spider-Man. And they should have done more of that in this and having him learn how to fly. Okay. Because they did like what you see in the trailer. You know, they jump Uh, off a fucking cliff and he terrorizes people on the beach. And that's about it. Huh. Well, I mean,
5: if you keep it realistic, a bird shouldn't take that long to learn, right? Right. I mean, right, you should you be able to it, you, drop you know them out is? of a tree and they're good. But
4: it ends up being one of these things where, you know, he's afraid to do it. And so he finally gets the confidence when he needs to because she's in danger, blah, blah, uh. blah, at the end. So in that sense, I was disappointed. It was fine. The voice acting was great. Yeah. Um, it looked beautiful. You okay. didn't see it in 3D, but you could see the parts that you know were designed just for 3D. Yeah. So... Um, uh. And it was it was good. I mean, the kids had a great time. The that's audience, true. in general, seemed to like it. Good. So, it made forty million dollars opening weekend. So,
5: it's better than some other stuff that's been coming out. Yeah. Um, Atlas shrugged. I'm looking at you. <laughs> One point six million.
4: What else? Uh, what else? I saw something. I watched something else recently. I saw Greenberg. Did I tell you that?
5: No, that doesn't look interesting at
4: ben all. Ben Stiller. It was actually quite good. Uh, it was really good. Ben know. Stiller in a dramatic role. It was really good i enjoyed it okay can't argue that what else did i watch i feel like i've watched something else i don't know i watched oceans 11 and 12 back to back
5: wow so you watched 23 yeah with jim carrey then <laughs> i don't know well let's do a break we'll see what else you can think up
4: all right
0: onslaught of movie releases. They review, dissect, and discuss until each is
6: defeated. Jordan is the host. Ian is the sweary one. And Noel
0: is the grandpa. And together they are
2: the 35mm hero. It just really It's isn't. not visually striking. No. no just, just getting confirmation. Just eating, that's the third time though. I mean, unless this is on. You can find us at punter.podomatic.com. So, so come and share the victory. If you
5: could fuck any man in film, who would it be and
2: why? My answer is Lance Henriksen. Oh. He, he wouldn't tell. He looks like somebody. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like somebody who can keep a secret.
5: a family movie is tough. It seems like all Hollywood can do is make mindless drivel that rots kids' brains. Who wants to see a movie like
2: what my dad watched when he was a kid? Those films are so boring and the special effects are horrible.
7: The movies he grew up with her. sometimes a big surprise. I at times feel uncomfortable watching movies I loved when I was younger with my own kids because I forgot how much cursing, sex, and violence they showed back then. All we want to do is watch a fun movie that we all like.
5: That's why we created Family Movie Night. A podcast where we review movies from an adult perspective.
2: And from a kid's perspective.
5: So you can find movies for your whole family to enjoy.
2: We review new movies. Old childhood favorites.
5: Cult and foreign films.
2: And Godzilla. So check out Family Movie Night on the web at fmnpodcast.com. Or find us on iTunes. Bye. We are there.
4: So, me By the re- way, folks, if you didn't come up with this on your own, this is the Are You Serious podcast, and this is episode 140.
5: Yeah, huh? how about
4: that? So, welcome. So, I, I, found,
5: I found a couple things. I wanted to read this one thing. I thought it was pretty funny. Start with a cage containing five monkeys. Inside that cage, hang a banana on a string and place a set of stairs under it. Before long, a monkey will go to the stairs and start to climb toward the banana. As soon as he touches the stairs, spray all the other monkeys with cold water. After a while, another monkey makes an attempt with the same result. All the other monkeys are sprayed with cold water. Pretty soon when another monkey tries to climb the stairs, the other monkeys will try to prevent it. (laughs) Now, put away the cold water, remove one monkey from the cage, and replace it with a new one. The new monkey sees the banana and wants to climb the stairs to his surprise (laughs) and horror. As I laugh (laughs) at that, all the other monkeys attack him. I'm I'm assuming as the monkey goes dude what the fuck <laughs> after another attempt and attack he knows that if he tries to climb the stairs he will be assaulted next remove another of the original five monkeys and replace it with a new one the newcomer goes to the stairs and is attacked the previous newcomer takes part in the punishment with enthusiasm. Likewise, place a third original monkey with the new one, and then a fourth, then a fifth. Every time the newest monkey tries the stairs, he is attacked. Most of the monkeys that are beating him have no idea why they're not permitted to climb the stairs or why they are participating in the beating of the newest monkey. After replacing all the original monkeys, none of the remaining monkeys have ever been sprayed with cold water. Nevertheless, no monkey ever again approaches the stairs to try for the banana. Why not? Because as far as they know, that's the way it's always been done around here. <laughs> and that, my friends, is how company policies are made. <laughs> Pretty funny.
4: Yeah, that's, uh, that's funny. Uh,
5: so let's call up the mighty internets. See what we got going on here. Um, got this from Scott. This is a text from a teacher to students. Ooh. Class. I've already had several students email me today and ask for tomorrow's lecture notes because they will be too sick to attend class. Due to the high number of students that are feigning illness to play Portal 2, there will be no class tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, he also sent me a thing, um, 10 charts about sex. Um, and they're, I didn't read them all. But here's one where the words are larger than other words, so this one might actually work a little bit better. Um, A profile on women and men and their likes and dislikes, like what they do, and whether or not they like rough sex or gentle sex. Okay. So you want some of the words that associate with women who like rough sex?
4: No, the phone numbers of women who
5: like rough sex. Well, I don't have that information. Fuck the internet. It's useless. (laughs) Okay. Um, So should we move on? (laughs) I don't know what to do with that. No, go ahead. Um, Let's see. Piercings, undergrad, bored, nerdy, obsessed, grammar, internet, dork, smoke, For gentle sex, we have reserved, sincere, gardening, church, old-fashioned, dining, England, (laughs) I don't know, crafts, boating is really, really tiny. For men that like rough sex, we have punk, ridiculous, cynical, tattoo, graduating, bored, atheist, lame, angry, asshole, poetry, eccentric, comics, and dirty interesting huh oh and religion was part of the uh, rough sex with girls but church was gentle weird so men that like gentle sex um are beneath my notice so we're not even going to read that no <laughs> um challenges christian smiling sincere yard affectionate missing faithful limited boating i, I i'm starting to see uh, some I'm on a boat, I'm on
4: a boat and I'm <laughs> gently fucking somewhere
5: Parks communication, evening television and regularly uh, That's weird Yeah Portion of people who prefer rough sex This is interesting because it starts at, at roughly uh, 8 to 15 percent uh, 8% for men at age 18, 15% for women at 18. For women, it peaks at, tw- like, what are we looking at? 16% at age 20. And then there's a nice, slow, steady curve. But men continues to go up to 50% by the time they reach age 60. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, grandpa likes to smack a bitch, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, there was when you were scrolling down, here. I saw the word Frenchman It was further up, yeah, and it made me think of a line from um 30 Rock last week where there, um, what's his name, Donick Jack is talking about. NBC saving more money and not doing shows just to do shows. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. just like, we fit. We, do you know, <laughs> we've, we've, we've produced more failed pilots than the French. And they high five. <laughs> <laughs> That's
5: terrible. Uh, okay. By religion, people who claim they've never masturbated. Okay. Agnostic. 5% for men. Roughly, roughly, um, You know, 7% for for women. The women, the red. Yes. Because I can't see the words from here. Yes. Okay. Um, Women rank higher in every category for people who claim they've never masturbated. Uh, The highest percentage at 21% is Jewish. Muslim and Hindu are about the same at about 17, 18%. Buddhist is about 12. And then Yeah, but all those
4: those Muslim women who said they do are now dead. Well, that's true. It is always 0%. They were were killed. Well, this should be a thing. How many of them were left after this survey? (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
5: Um, At about 7%, we have agnostic, atheist, and Christian. They're all pretty much even. And atheist and Christian men actually have the same percentage of um, claim that they never masturbate. Interesting. But no percentage for men goes above 10%.
4: Atheist men just have nothing to yell when they're blowing their load. Why
5: do you have to yell words? That's something I never understood. she'll look out <laughs> avert your gaze that's that's uh. looking gaze okay <laughs>
4: <laughs> there we go I wish my voice was good enough for me to to laugh as fully as I want to that's really funny I'm jacking off now turn the gaze around <laughs> I
5: have a, I have another. Oh,
4: that's awesome!
5: I have another article here. Um, you'll like this one. This kind of goes hand in hand with the other one. Prominent surgeon resigns post after backlash over editorial. Okay, that doesn't sound too bad, right? All right. The American College of Surgeons, the leading group for the profession, will have a new president come this fall. But it won't be Dr. Lazar (laughs) Greenfield. Because
4: he doesn't masturbate, so he won't be coming this fall.
5: Actually, a distinguished vascular surgeon who last year was honored by the group with an award for innovation and who was until this weekend the college's president-elect. Though he may be an ace in the operating room, Greenfield, a professor emeritus uh, at the University of Michigan, proved tone deaf or worse as a writer and editor. In a Valentine's Day editorial for Surgery News, a publication affiliated with the ACS, Greenfield extolled the virtues of semen as a mood enhancer for women. That editorial proved his undoing
4: keep going
5: (laughs) the piece recounted a bunch of different studies and concluded so there's a deeper bond between men and women than St. Valentine would have expected suspected sorry and now we know there's a better gift for that day than chocolates wow well that didn't sit well with quite a few people (laughs) tell
4: her you love her by coming on her
5: Yeah. in, in her mouth pretty much is what he's saying well yeah Uh, That's why you have to avert your gaze so you don't get it in your (laughs) eyes. Uh, Let's see. The entire February issue of Surgery News was pulled from the web and complaints poured into the American College of Surgeons. I was aghast. Dr. Colleen Brophy, a professor of surgery at Vanderbilt University and an ACS member for more than two decades, told Dr. Pauline Chen.
4: A confirmed spitter. (laughs) Who wrote
5: about the controversy on the New York Times Well blog last week. Brophy resigned from the group to protest how it mishandled things. Oh wait, hold on!
4: She resigned from a blog, from a chat room. I'm leaving.
5: <laughs> no. Shut up. Uh, let's see. Uh, the blog retraction watch. The blog retraction watch. That's what it's called. Has been all over the case, <laughs> and you can read the full text of the editorial there. Pretty quickly, Lazar lost his job as editor of Surgery News because of the editorial. And as Retraction Watch reported, Lazar has now been replaced as president-elect of ACS by Dr. Patricia Jane Newman of Syracuse, New York.
4: Another spitter. Lazar
5: told the New York Times in a statement that he had apologized many times, but ultimately resigned to put an end to the, quote, disruptive issue. Dude likes blowjobs. What's the problem?
4: Seriously. Uh, (laughs) I think it's funny that the section right under his story is shots. Shots. Yes. As in NPR's health blog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's funny. That is funny. Blowjobs are
5: funny. Uh, so Ricky Gervais was on the Daily Show. Cool. This week, um, and he, they, the the uh, the interview extended a little more. Do you want to hear some of the unedited stuff that wasn't there? Sure. There's an there's a visual um piece that goes to this, but you we people can pretty much guess what it would be. So let's
2: see if this works.
1: You could do this in your sleep. You really could. We're back with Ricky Gervais. You're really good at
2: this. <laughs> I need you edit it down and make me look good. No,
1: no, 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 no. We played it out. The thing, your sharpest attack. Tell me this Easter card that you've made. Um, we'll you see. know I'm Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> is it like fuck you for killing him? Like what is it?
2: <laughs> What's no. the card? No. Well, just show it. I've, I've, look, I've done a little essay for Easter. Holy
1: sh! <laughs> what? 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 First
5: it's, of all, come back to that. When did you with his get one leg. With his, his arms get... out and his feet awesome. crossed, you look and like he has a, atheist a, a, written a on his chest. Stick. But he's got a microphone in his hand too.
2: I know it's, it's quite painful as well because I'm squashing some stuff to do that pose. <laughs> See, when on the face you start of it, working out like that. Wow, well, on the face of it, that looks like a sort of artistic way of saying that Jesus was persecuted for his religious beliefs, and so am I as an atheist. But really, I just wanted to show that I've been working out. (laughs) (laughs) That's good stuff. You know, I've always always wanted a biblical body because they always looked good, didn't they? They always had a tan, there was lots of sea, and they ate fish. They had a lot of fish. Well, not a lot of fish, but they made a little bit of fish go a long way from (laughs) what I heard. You know why they look no so... No fatty pork. No, no fat nothing. Pork. <laughs> yeah. And also, uh,
1: back in the biblical times, dysentery
2: also helped. <laughs> there was, no, there was the no, loss. no fat people in the Bible. No. Well, if they were, they didn't mention it. But then again, they didn't mention the dinosaurs, and apparently they were around at the same time. <laughs> so.
1: Would you have done that? You know, you, you've obviously been, been working A out.
2: fundamentalist view of ancient history is rather like an episode of the Flintstones. Yeah. Isn't it? <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> it's somewhat like that. It is somewhat like that. Sorry.
1: It would have been nice if we had uh, uh, been around at the same time as the dinosaurs. Wouldn't it have been nice if we could use them for, like, household appliances?
2: that would be great. <laughs> Pelicans mixing right. concrete and all that would be great. Or playing, yeah. A, a they Heidelberg had the guy they put his down. Me and you in little furry pants. <laughs> just... <laughs> This week, I'm going, I'm coming to you, I'm going, hey, there's a guy in the next cave, he's throwing my head in. What can I do about this? <laughs>
1: I'll take care of him, he's done. He's done, he's done, he's done. He's done. He's done. I'll take care of him. Uh, do you, now, as an atheist, what do you do around the holidays? Are, are you actively against uh, peop, other people practicing religion? Is no. it something, do you go on Easter egg the, hunts? You
2: can practice it, but, you know, just, you know. I, 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 Until you get it right. It means nothing, no, no. No, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I celebrate Christmas. Christmas okay. for me is, you know. People are saying, oh, oh you, uh, you shouldn't even say the word Christmas, because it's got Christ in it. I go, I say the word Thursday, and it's got Thor in it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Were you ever religious? Were you ever a religious guy? Yeah, brought up, yeah, until I, I was um, um, eight. What yeah. was that? Uh... Eight seems like a relatively arbitrary uh, cutoff point. Is that your catechism? Is that... Yeah, same. I stopped believing in um, God. Um, Santa Claus just seemed... Same time? Yeah, but then, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. What came first? Santa Claus? Like, did you find out no Santa Claus, and then you're like, all right, then I'm out of the whole thing? I I, I worked out there was no God first. Uh, Santa uh, Santa had another couple of years, because at least he was possible. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I'm off to England tomorrow. It's 44% atheist. So. Is that true? Yeah. Sweden's 85% atheist. You're kidding me. But it's fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> they know there's no it's God. That's what God did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey. Buried him under the you ice. You like the fucking snow, do you? Yeah. Done. Yeah. Done. yeah. Uh,
1: talk, the show is on... Uh...
2: Talking Funny. HBO. Fridays. Friday. Friday. Uh, g- oh, God, Good Friday. Is it, <laughs> <laughs> is
1: it real? I believe they'll be resurrecting the show on
2: Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> hey, That's why it's
5: fucking
4: good Friday. Hey, what are you going to do,
5: Jase? Always great, Jase. <laughs> He's always good for a laugh. Oh,
4: I would love to see John Stewart move to HBO or Showtime, where he could be a little bit more, yeah, free with language.
5: Oh, it's interesting to hear it unedited. Yeah, definitely it's interesting.
4: Like watching him, um, and because li- I would listen to um. Oh, what the fuck! His name totally escapes me now. On HBO, Bill Maher. Bill Maher, yeah.
5: Yep, yep. Um. Oh, I have a couple other articles here that I I kind of been sitting on. Um. This one was from a website called TribecaFilm.com. dot com. Movie theaters should think like Netflix. Go on. Okay. Over the last two years. Movie
4: theaters are, are up in arms because someone um, in Hollywood said that they want to start um, having DVDs out 60 days after original release instead of like three or four months. And theaters are just like, why, man? What the fuck? Well, you know
5: what? Stuff doesn't last in theaters 60 days anymore, does it? No, it doesn't. So uh, it's, uh, it's just a bunch of people holding on to old business models. But... This says uh, over the last two years, Netflix has become available on every internet-enabled screen sold in the United States. Desktops, live, blah blah blah. blah, blah. Um, let me get down to the to the meat of this thing here. Um, the only screen that Netflix doesn't reach is the screen at your local movie theater. Unlike next, Netflix subscriber count. Movie theater attendance is not going up. Instead, it's going down. In 2010, U.S. theater attendance was at the lowest it had been in 14 years. I think that's because it was a really crappy movie all around for, like, family movies and stuff. Um, Anyway, uh, at the 1.35 billion tickets sold. Wow, really? That's a lot still. Um, 5.4% below 2009. So in the same year that the Netflix subscriber base increased by 65%, theater attendance declined by 54 I think that's a, a false analogy because Netflix is still uh, an upcoming thing. And I think it was in 2010 where they finally enabled it to play on your PlayStation, your Xbox... Yeah, it was either 2009 way.
4: or 2010. Um,
5: and then there were, there were a lot of TVs enabled with it where you can just connect with your TV. Yeah. So, uh, for whatever. He's trying to make a point here, though. Uh, he says, uh, what if we could create a new model for going to the movies at your local theater that is as consumer-friendly as Netflix? Could this dramatically increase attendance? So here's the proposed imaginary service. You go to a website or download an app to your device. They get you a list of every movie theater in the United States. From this list, you pick your two your two you pick two movie theaters. Uh for example, he says he would pick the AMC Lowe's Lincoln Square thirteen and the Lincoln Plaza Cinemas, both on Broadway and Manhattan. Uh, one shows mainstream. I don't give a shit what they show. The key point is this: each customer gets to create here, His or her own access point at any theater across the entire United States. Think of it as choosing your own screen, much like Netflix allows you to do. Then I put in a credit card and pay $10 a month, $120 a year, and receive a movie pass to these two theaters. This movie pass allows me to go to any movie at any time at each of these theaters. Um... I don't have to pay because I get through. Uh, When I check in and receive the ticket, they log me in and record what movie I'm seeing. This allows them to allocate some percentage of my subscription to the distributor of that movie. If I don't go to any movies in a given month, the the money for my subscription gets split between the two theaters and allocated between all the movies they have shown that month. In other words, the movie theater and the distributor make money even if I don't show up. Now the movie theater has a real relationship with me. They have my email address, my zip code, blah blah blah. Um, let's see. So here's numbers that the offer of his proposed deal. Um, let me just make sure that it's a a him. Okay. Um, if a million people subscribe per year, 120 million dollars annually flows back through the theaters into the movie industry. At 10 million subscriptions, 1.2 billion, and at 20 million subscriptions, 2.4. In other words, if done well, it can scale, and a lot of money will be generated. And as you remember, Netflix hit 20 million subscriptions just last year. But is there a company out there that has the expertise to pull this off? A company that has dealt with all the movie distributors, has expertise in database management, credit card collection... Knows something about recommendation engines. Deals with vast numbers of movie lovers on a daily basis. Knows exactly where they all live. Now wait, Netflix.
4: (laughs) Okay. Thoughts? So, basically, you have a digital gift card.
5: That's good as many times as you can use it in a month. So if you wanted to spend all day at the theater, you can. But you have to get in line for a ticket. Um, The the problem I see with it still is you have to go somewhere. Netflix, you don't have to go anywhere.
4: But that's a, I mean, the thing is, there are some movies that you want to see in a theater. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But he's he's drawing a
5: comparison to Netflix. And I'm saying Netflix allows me to sit at home and watch whatever I want. In high def, not scratched, with nobody around.
4: Right. This is so this is taking the I mean I think that Netflix is is a is a bad analogy for this. Yeah. Because it does confuse it with the home viewing. Because right. as you started to read this, I'm just like What the fuck? I mean, Netflix is all about watching what I want when I watch it. Like, how am I going to find 200 people who want to watch, you know, (laughs) Mikhail's Navy at 3 o'clock in the morning? Right?
5: Yeah. Okay, so I think the Netflix next. I'm going to have to watch that now.
4: (laughs) I saw it the other day. Damn it. A couple of months. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's long ago, but (laughs) recently. to my disappointment.
5: I think 120 million, like they said, if a million people subscribe. $120 Hundred twenty million. They don't. They would. They would pass. That's not enough money for them to do it. It's pointless.
4: I think that the um, you could argue that the incentive for the theater is fine. You don't go to a movie. You don't use your pass at all in a month. Right. Um, it gets split between. It's too little a piece of pie for the studios. Yeah, because if it gets split between the theater and. You know so the theater gets you know half right. and then the other seven movie, the other seven more you know distributors in that theater. And yeah. there aren't seven, I know, but still, you, you know, the majors, whatever, right? So, cause yeah, you're whoever, only gonna get whoever. big chains doing this
5: now. Imagine, imagine some studios don't buy into it, so you show up and you want to watch Iron Man, but you can't because it's a Warner right. Brothers movie or whatever. Not that it is, but. You know, it was because Warner Brothers didn't sign up for it, so you can't watch. You know, the next Batman. Right,
4: but they may make it like the way they do passes. You can't do it like the first two weekends. But if if you can't do it the first
5: two weekends, no one would do it. Right. So, I think ten dollars a month is too low. I do too. Twenty five easy starting point. Yeah.
4: I mean, the theaters. I mean, for the theaters, it works out because if you're gonna go to a movie, yeah, you're gonna buy food.
5: You should. Yeah. Yeah. In in theory, you should. If you like that theater, the only way to help keep them in business is to buy stuff at the concession right. stand. So buy a three fifty, three four well, how much is water now?
4: Seventeen dollars.
5: Oh, okay. So buy a uh, half of those. Like three and a quarter. Still? Something like okay.
4: that. Yeah. So it's an interesting idea. I don't see how workable I like the idea of having like a you know, like a free pass to go in, but there should be something a little bit more. You get a wait in line yeah. for a ticket.
5: You should be able to do it online.
4: I think you should be able to do it online. Yeah. I think that I mean, because if the money's not an issue, why are you inconveniencing this person right. who's already put their money up?
5: Yeah, that's a good point. You know, yeah. You should have. You should. You should get a card.
4: Yeah, you walk in and you, you, you go.
5: It. You go up to a kiosk and you you, you scan the card and you yeah. can choose from that. Yeah. And you should be able to do it days in advance as well as up to the last minute. So per month, I mean, it's a service you could actually start up. You could start it up. You could you could sign up for it in April and use it through, you know, and then suspend the service.
4: Well, that's the other question. I mean, would you be able to suspend it?
5: Well, you can on Netflix. You can, Netflix. So you can cancel you can at, it at can any Netflix, point. So. But then would you have different tiers for a family package with – up to 6 yeah. admissions a single a double you know would you do that cuz a single i could see 15 dollars maybe you know 20 a month 20 nice flat even yeah. 20 and then for a
4: family maybe
5: 40 40 that's it i families can't,
4: would eat that shit up go you go more I would if, do
5: if it. you go more than 40 Then that's going to start. That's cheaper than. That'll start hitting the, hitting the the wallet and people will notice.
4: Yeah. That's cheaper than going to one movie. Yeah. Just for, like for me.
5: But yeah. Like, would you go more often if you could just go? I know when we were, when we were, when, when we were at Lowe's, you went a lot more because it was quote unquote free. So if it was already free, I know I would go a lot more. Probably. Yeah i definitely would i've been to the theater maybe twice this year so far maybe and i would i, I would definitely go yeah i'll on.
4: admit i do i do tend to wait now for passes and stuff because yep. i get passes occasionally so yep i have um,
5: become so incredibly patient to wait for a high def version of something
4: what do um what do people comment Are oh, there comments i don't
5: even know if there were Oh, I uh, love this idea. Film is meant to be seen in theaters and just $10 a month for all-you-can-watch movies that equals guilt-free popcorn and candy. You know what equals guilt-free popcorn and candy? Not fucking worrying about it. What, why do... Uh, okay. Um, let's see. There's plenty that can be done to get people into movies. Imagination, web-based technology. It, basically, this whole thing devolved into... um. Everybody knows how to fix the industry. So, I don't know. Nice idea, but the economics don't work unless people buy a lot of popcorn or the studios stop taking a share of theatrical and consider theatrical as pure marketing platform. Think about Blockbuster. It's it's the real estate overhead that brought it to its knees. Actually, that's not entirely true. It's the fact that they couldn't see Netflix for what it was. Even when they were, even when Netflix went to them and said, hey, we want to be your online distributor. Yeah. Um, And they charged more per month. What might work better is theaters as a retail add-on to another service. Uh, I don't know. I mean... Theaters used to some theaters used to do like a frequent frequent flyer type thing where where you would, you know, get your, get your card stamped, get a free movie. Yeah. Nobody nobody does any of that anyway. The studios won't let people give for away free movies.
4: AMC now has their um it's called the like their Stubs program now.
5: That's a terrible I name. I saw it
4: there. It is a terrible name. And it um I guess you get a whole bunch of stuff, but it's 12 bucks a year. Because that was it. I heard the woman tell me what to oh, do. You get this, and there are certain things you get, but it's like 12 bucks. Look online. See what you get. Okay. But is, is it
5: worth paying for?
4: No, I, I don't think it is.
5: It's part of their movie rewards thing. That, that was a terribly ill-conceived program they had going on there. Remember that? But well, you
4: know, no. I actually I didn't think it was that bad because okay, you know, badly you implemented. How about that? I didn't. I you know I disagree. I think it was you know it was a card. It's whatever it was. What do you get for this thing?
5: I'm trying to find out. Ten dollar AMC, AMC stubs reward for every hundred you spend.
4: Ten percent at... back. Big oh, deal. The...
5: Why won't it let me? Oh, okay. Benefits and rewards. Okay. Ten dollar AMC stub reward for every hundred you spend. Tickets, concession, gift cards. You know what though? I
4: mean, think about it. Hundred bucks you spend. You know, between popcorn. I mean, like between food and tickets. I mean, I got a family of. I mean, six. You know, (laughs) so that could add up pretty quick. Yeah. You know, you'd probably get ten or twenty bucks back.
5: Um, free upgrades on popcorn and fountain drinks. You pay for a small, you can get a medium, you pay for a medium, you can get a large
4: that saves you a few bucks right there.
5: That's not too bad. Online ticket purchase fees waived
4: see, yeah, that's almost worth it. That's a dollar I mean it's a dollar twenty five yeah but so, that, yeah, it's a dollar twenty five but you know what I was thinking of getting tickets online to go see the early show of Rio, and we needed eight tickets, so yeah.
5: okay, yeah, uh, your online ticket stub collection. Going to the movies is all about making new memories, and AMC Stubbs found a great way to celebrate those memories. Once you're registered as an AMC Stubbs member online, you'll be given your own ticket stub collection. Um,
4: I have a fishbowl with all my ticket stubs. Yeah, in
5: it. the real ones. It says read more. Let's see what we can read about that.
4: Unless they're going to let me print them out every now and again, which uh, would be kind of cool.
5: Your online ticket stub collection is one part scrapbook and one part time machine. Actually, scrapbook is a time machine, technically, isn't it? (laughs) Best of all, it's easy to use. Every time you buy a movie ticket, use your AMC stub card. Stub for that movie will be added to your online collection. From there, you can select the stub and make it your own using cool features like add friends. Add your friends to your stub so you can remember who was with you at every movie. Ah, you know
4: what, though? I guarantee you, when you add a friend, you probably have to add a friend's email address.
5: Oh, see, and there's other things here, though. Save a note. Write what you thought of the movie and don't hold back. Nobody else will see your comments. So mentioning that you cried is okay. Share on Facebook. Keep the memories alive by posting your stubs to your wall. Send a stub to a friend. If you bought all the tickets, you hold all the stubs. Now you can share those memories. Send it. Oh, who gives a shit?
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of it's it's dorky. it's
5: It's cute, but... I mean, if if it's like a first date thing and stuff, like that's that's kind of neat, but it should give you the ability to print them out maybe larger so you can frame them as this was the first movie, right? Um, let's see. Yeah, that's
4: that's it. But you know what, though, I don't think it should be ten bucks, twelve bucks a year. No. No.
5: What do you What are you thinking? Free. No. Well, yeah. Yeah, I wonder what the $12 goes to. Goes to your stub. <laughs> I'm trying to see if there's, no, there's nothing there. That's, I don't know. Uh, what is it? Um, Block, or not Blockbuster, sorry. Best Buy did a thing. Um, their rewards program was like 8 or eight fifty or something to sign up, and now yeah. it, now it's free. Because everybody knows nobody's going to buy it if it costs something, right? But I mean that the online ticket waving—that to me is the—that's that actually me is, worth twelve dollars. Yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah, it's I with with the AMC stuff. From seeing it on the inside, though, it seems like they get a really great idea, and then um, they hold back what what the potential of it could be. Almost like they're afraid to do something really yeah. awesome.
4: But if they want to do something awesome, make that program free. Because you know what? You know that every email address they're getting and all that all that demo, all that demographic information, yeah. they're selling it.
5: They're using it for something. They're using
4: it for themselves or they're selling it. Yep. Yeah. So you know what? Fuck you. Don't take my $12. You're getting plenty <laughs> of fucking money. You're making more than $12 off of me. So go fuck yourself.
5: Yeah. I don't know. I honestly I haven't been into an AMC since um June eighteenth, two thousand and eight, I think is the date. So Yeah. Oh wait, that's not true. I haven't been to that AMC. I did hear a couple press screenings at Boston Common, but that was about it. Yeah. So Um Rush Limbaugh had said something stupid. Big surprise. Ah, uh, here we go. Something that he said about uh, people like us. Um, I, I need the audio though. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to kick it over to a break, um, and then we'll do the. Uh, I'll find the audio for that while the break's going. How about that?
4: All right.
3: Is Andy home? Oh, me so
8: sorry. He the hole right now. You follow me.
7: Oh, Andy's room smells kind of weird. Yeah, really strange. He left his computer on over here, too. Hey, guys, why do you think Andy might have this mask of human skin? That's weird.
3: Maybe you guys know why there's this machete in the corner.
7: His computer's just knife-enthusiast websites and American apparel. Oh, wait, there's another website here haliver.com palaver okay palaver whatever I think palaver. yeah he's definitely got the serial killer board up right under uh night of the living podcast discussions
1: oh jesus uh maybe we should get
7: the hell maybe out maybe we of should here. go yeah I think we should hey guys you ready to record if you're a fan of horror films you should check out night of the living podcast at notop.com <laughs> Alright, I'm here with Bill Byforce and Mr. Chris to tell you a little bit about Outside the Cinema. Alright, Reverend Scott, take us uh? to the church. Uh, what can we expect to find from a typical show? Two hours of just random blabber. <laughs> uh, is there anyone's coattails you wrote in on to popularity? I'm the guy that fucking burns the coattails and then pisses on them. <laughs> you review all these exploitation, horror, comedy, cult, and often all-around terrible movies. Thanks, Scott. That was good. Oh, he's got you crying over there. I'm good for the rest of the year.
5: Nice. That was too much. All
7: right, this is famous Hollywood producer, Robert Ebbett.
6: You know, I've made a lot of powerful enemies during my time in Hollywood, like the time I pushed Steve McQueen in front of a moving car on the set of The Getaway because he was macking on my lady, Ally McGraw. But I've made one great friend, a Bapho friend, if you will, since I retired. It's called Show Show, and it's the best fucking movie podcast ever. It's even better than cocaine,
2: which I would know a lot about. Visit ShowShow Show at
7: showshow.automatic.com or search ShowShow Show, all one word in the iTunes Store.
5: Took a little bit to find here, but um, I think I got it. Um, and I lost it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh, Limbaugh was talking about Obama supporters, and I thought, okay, then now, now take a listen. That should be interesting. He uses a lot of really shitty language.
6: The second thing he was doing yesterday was shoring up his base. I, I, I kid you not. The, uh, the there are a lot of factors that went into the. Uh, make up of the type of speech Obama gave yesterday, but it, certainly in the mix is the fact of who his base is. His base is made up of people even more vile than he is. I mean, you've got you you've got the, the genuine, I mean, you've got, a lot of it is just walking human debris uh, on, on the Democrat base side, and they've got to be stoked. And you can go through, uh, earlier this week and all of last week, the uh, drive-bys had a whole series of stories about how the left is not happy with Obama. He's uh, he's moderating too much for him. You look at all the stuff. Gitmo's still open. We're at war as much, if not more. Uh, he extended the Bush tax cuts uh, last last December. I mean, that, that bunch of people, those savages uh, uh, that make up the Obama base are fit to be tied. He had to get them back, and the one way to do it, is to go out and savage us. That's what they love. That's what they get off on. What is he talking about? That is their orgasm.
4: no idea.
6: Because these people can't find willing mates. So their orgasm is for Obama and Democrat party leaders to really take it to us. So that's one of the things that was involved in what he was doing. The second aspect of it is just his nature. That's just who he is. Community organizer, agitator. There was, there was, there, there was nothing presidential. I told you the day before he's going to come, lie to you. He's going to give a campaign speech, campaign kickoff speech. There was certainly nothing uh, presidential about it. And of course, the final authority on all this, Charles Krauthammer, uh, as everybody <clears throat> acknowledges, uh, called it guy. a disgrace, which <sighs> it, it was.
4: What
5: is he talking about? I
4: have no idea. He's insane. You know what he is. He's a guy at a bus station who sits down next to you, and in between bites of a chili dog or something, just looks at you and goes, and like like mid sentence, like he just decides to finally, like, speak what he's thinking. Yeah. You know, he just sits down, and, you know, and then what he was doing is just like, well, we the, are you on the phone? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? You're talking to me?
5: Yeah. The guy that's been married three or four different times is gonna tell me that I can't find a willing mate. His mates run screaming to the fucking hills. I don't get it. This one, uh, this 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 little headline here caught my attention. I know you don't like her, but look at that face. Look at that, look at that. I love it when they get clips of people and their eyes are half closed and their mouths are partially open and they have that <sighs>
4: kind of look on
5: their face. This is Palin says Trump is being really treated unfairly by the media over his birtherism. So how many different things are wrong with that sentence? Oh, my God.
8: And the names Trump and Palin have been the two most talked about uh, people in politics in recent weeks. The duo pulled no punches in separate Tea Party speeches over the weekend as they harshly criticized President Barack Obama's handling of both foreign and domestic issues alike. And in a moment, I'll be joined live by Governor Sarah Palin. But first, earlier today, Donald Trump appeared on Good Morning America and once again raised questions about President Obama's birth certificate. Take a look. Uh.
0: There's a real question about the birth certificate. There's a real question about the his own his own but citizenship. Sir, there, there is no question. There, there, He's got a just, certificate uh, George, of live George, birth that George, is recognized by the state. I know exactly Department. what you're getting at. The and facts. For some reason, no, they're not the facts. <laughs> He doesn't have a birth certificate or he hasn't provided. He's given a certificate of live birth. It's a much different certificate. Certificate of live
9: birth meets the standard of the not State Department the same. for any one citizen. George, there were contemporaneous
0: reports in two George, Hawaii they have co opted you. Given his, no, those are the George, facts. George, they've co opted you. Who's they? It's not, obviously, Obama and his minions.
8: Now, Mr. Trump also <laughs> appeared on the Today Show this morning and had some <laughs> kind words about my <laughs> next
0: guest.
5: Let's take oh, it Fuck. Hold <laughs> on. <laughs> when, is, when Trump said that, the only thing I could think of is Obama sitting around in the Oval Office, and he's like, okay, minions, yes. we are going to steal the moon. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, I, I watched the Stephanopoulos um, thing, and he's losing his mind. I think he spent a little too much time around Gary Busey. He's really, it, and he's polling higher than anybody else. Which says something about the Republican base, but Karl Rove has said, "Dude, no fucking way."
4: Yeah, when
5: Karl Rove says you're you're out of line, yeah, there's a problem. And when you're standing
4: next to, you know,
5: Gary Busey, yeah, and he's the one that's making more sense. Exactly. Well, he also doesn't have that fake tan (laughs) that comes out of a bottle. It's like, come on,
4: Gary Busey, just hold that for a second. Yeah, yeah, she's got a. Gary Busey looks like he has just finished trying to hold his breath for five minutes while windsurfing. Yeah. He always looks like, just like, yeah. Hey, how are you doing? Okay. All right. It's just fucking crazy. I'm
5: sorry. We, uh, his son, Jake was at the, <laughs> the rock and shot convention that we went to last year. And, I, I understand, you know, he wear, he wore gloves. He doesn't, you know, whatever. He might get sick. Yeah. That's, that's fine. But apparently he was way too into himself. Like, he thought he was, like, the hottest shit in the building. He definitely had the biggest, strongest teeth. Yeah, hey, you know, but, whatever. When you're on the G list. Yeah. It's like, what, what's your claim to fame? You made a movie with uh, the dude that made Lord of the Rings. Unfortunately, that movie was The Frighteners and not Lord of the Rings, but still. You're
4: also known as that kid whose dad isn't real good on that motorcycle.
5: (laughs) Yeah. And that guy that was in Starship Troopers that played a violin. (laughs) So there you go.
4: All right. Anyway. So what does Palin say?
8: I don't know. Let's see. My next guest. Let's take a look.
0: I really respect her a lot. She's got a tremendous energy and a tremendous following. I think that she's been very unfairly treated.
8: All right, so good. Palin, Trump, and Alliance be forming here to answer that question much more. Fox News contributor, former Alaska governor, Sarah Palin, governor, uh, out there in the warm weather. She's
5: not a governor.
6: Oh, thank you, and happy Easter week, Sean.
8: <laughs> and happy Easter week to you. Uh, well, first of all, I think Easter week, it's a week now. Right. Um, when he said he respects you a lot, you have tremendous en- energy, a great following, and that you've been unfairly treated. You-
5: right, here's what I want to hear her say. Yo, fuck that dude <laughs> Alright, let's get back to it
8: As a sort of, You've been going back and forth You had some kind words to say about him And the legitimacy of, of this question that he's raising What do you think about the issue in general?
6: Well, first, I do have respect for Donald Trump and for his candidness. I think people are craving that today in, in the world of uh, political speech No, we're coming not that. coming out of the White House and uh, the confusing messages that come from so many of our politicos. We appreciate that Donald Trump is so candid. No, uh, we don't. Donald Trump is the one being really uh, treated unfairly, I'd say, though, in the press when they're hammering him about the one issue that he has brought up and not been shy about, and that's the birth certificate. He's merely answering reporters' questions questions about his view on the birth certificate and then reporters turn that around and saying that's all he's got he's all, he's only running on a birth certificate issue when that's not the case donald trump is running on the issue bottom line that president obama is so far over his head he has gotten us on the road to bankruptcy and insolvency and a less secure nation and trump and so many of us want to do something about that
5: yeah what what who wrote her notes for her This is gonna be interesting, isn't it?
4: She's uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I...
5: <sighs> you wanna uh you wanna you wanna hear some of the other stuff he had to say? Oh, Hulu. Hope this doesn't play ads. It's going to No,
4: well, how long is it?
5: It's not that long. If it's just a clip, Here. It's right, gonna plan ad, but there's a plan ad. So, I want you to hear what he has to say about reducing gas prices and how he would deal with OPEC. That should terrify anybody that this is going to be how he conducts his foreign policy. So, I understand his idea that you should send businessmen and not diplomats to discuss business matters. Okay, that that's logical, right? But the people that he would send. I think scare me.
9: An early look at the Republican horse race, Mitt Romney re- leading the field, Donald Trump coming in second at 8% ahead. I would Mike take Romney Huckabee, over Sarah Trump Pailin, any Newt day Gingrich, of the week. A bunch of GOP veterans right there, and who would have thought a year ago that Donald Trump would be doing this well? In other polls, he's actually leading the Republican field. I sat down with him yesterday for an extensive conversation, 35-minute conversation, as we said, That's we talked there. about every big issue he's going to face. They do we
0: part started of with his number one issue, online, turning so. the economy around and bringing gas prices down. This country is in such trouble. If you look at what China's doing to us, if you look at, I mean, look at what's going on with your gasoline prices. They're going to go to $5, $6, $7. And we don't have anybody in Washington that calls OPEC and says, fellas, it's time. It's over. You're not gonna do it anymore. So what would you do to back up that threat? Oh, it's so easy, George. It's so easy, it's all about the messenger. They wouldn't even be there if it wasn't for us. These 12 guys sit around a table and they say, let's just screw the United States and frankly, the rest of the world. But it's not just They the wouldn't even
9: be there. It's the message, and so finish this sentence. If you don't produce
0: more oil... Look, I'm gonna look them in the eye I say, fellas, you've had your fun your fun is over why you're fired we protect Saudi Arabia we have soldiers over there that they don't pay us for by the way we have soldiers all over the Middle East protecting these countries it may fall to take away that protection oh absolutely Absolutely. You think they're our friends? They're not our friends. You think oil's expensive You say it's all now? about
9: the messenger. A lot of yeah. Republicans think it's Instability is going to make it even worse. Let the Again, dictators get a hold of the oil fields. Joe worse Kennedy, than who we have you now. you continue to raise questions about President Obama's
0: citizenship. There's a real question about... The birth certificate. There's a real question about his yeah, it, own... Yeah, but it result. goes a little further past no it. There is no question. He's, He's got let me a just certificate say, George, of live George, birth that George, is recognized by the State I know exactly Department. what you're getting at. The facts. And for some reason... No, they're not the facts. He doesn't have because a he says no or it's or not
5: no He's it's not true so it's not true because I'm it's Donald much Trump different this, this guy you say Palin's a, a department joke department this guy's gonna be a joke
0: she-opted oh, yeah. given his No, those are the facts, George, are they've co-opted who you. is they it's not obviously Obama and his minions. They have co opted a certificate of live birth. Is not the same thing by any stretch of the imagination. It is what the state department as a recognizes as the standard hey George, of proof. George, it's so simple. 61, two let him, George? Newspapers. Let him show the birth certificate. Expression. And by the way, this is not. This is not. A big focus of my campaign. You don't believe it's my big focus of is China and OPEC and all of these countries that are just absolutely destroying the United but, States. M- but Mr. Trump, this is not it, a you big You say focus. it's
9: not a big focus of
0: yours as long as you continue to George, raise questions. Would you make it a big focus? No, let's, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. But, but, the but a certificate of, of live birth and a birth certificate are very
9: you different You said you instruments. sent investigators to Hawaii and you said, quote, they cannot believe what they're
0: finding. What, have they, what, happens, what have they found? to what happens, What have they found? that's none of your business right now. We're gonna see what happens. He has have nothing. Found anything? That's it. None of your business means happens. I got nothing. What have they done? We are gonna see what happens. When? George, next question, George. Well, you refuse to accept. What a What's fucking asshole? asshole. Oh, yeah. I hope he was. I'm not looking, if I should run, and if i decide to go and i end up getting the nomination i don't want to use this as an issue i hope
5: well, that well it will be time, an issue it's totally
0: so today the head of the club for growth a major uh, group inside the republican party the hair club, the city, club for growth another liberal <laughs> focusing a liberal A liberal me a liberal When somebody calls me a liberal, that is something I don't think I've ever been called. But
9: in your book, The America We Deserve, you wrote, I'm a conservative on most issues, but a liberal on this
0: one, we're talking about health care. I want people to be taken care of, but not with Obamacare. Obamacare is a total disaster. Also, we're in a much different time. We used to think 12, 14 years ago, we used to think we had a wealthy nation. We could take care of people. The fact is we're in a much different time now. The world has changed a lot. So, you no longer support universal health care? I support health care for people. I want people well taken care of, but I also want health care that we can afford as a country. We have a different country today. We can't afford things that we could have afforded or that we thought we could afford. In that same book, you called for a
9: net worth tax, 14.25% on people worth $10 million or more. You still support that tax? Well, at a
0: time, it would have paid off the uh, deficit. I mean, you wouldn't have a deficit at that time. Unfortunately, the world has changed. Today, you can't do it. Today, and I'm very strongly against tax increases, and the reason I'm So strong, you're no longer for that tax? No, no, I'm no longer for that tax, now.
9: At that time, you were also pro-choice. Now you say you're uh, against abortion. When did you change your
0: mind? I why? would say, uh, you know, a while ago, quite a while ago. Why? Because a number of cases, but in one particular case, I had a friend, and I have a friend, and he w- did not want a child, and There's his wife didn't want a rabbit. child, and they were going to abort and they didn't do it for very complicated reasons, and now they have the child, and it's the apple of his eye. And he said, thank God, he changed also, by the way, thank God I didn't do it. And I've seen that, and I've seen other things, and I am pro-life. Tell me uh, about how you plan to handle this campaign. I know you say you're gonna make an announcement
9: uh, sometime in June, before June.
0: I will tell you this. It's very hard. I'm not just like a normal guy that says, gee, I'm going to run for president. I was a governor. I was a senator. I'm going to run for president. I give up a lot if I run. A thing ooh like that, I also give up ooh. a lot of my free private life. I have a great company. I've done a great job. which he if I has run, a you'll private You'll see life? what a great job because I'll do <laughs> no, disclosure of finances. Including and your tax returns? You, uh, we'll look at that. Maybe I'm going to do the tax returns when Obama does his birth certificate.
9: Ever since Michael Shove Cohen started Should Trump, run, hundreds of thousands have gone to the site. You have come to the top of the polls. What do you think it's about?
0: I think that people see Here comes the ego. as somebody that loves the country, but maybe even more importantly, will not let our great country be ripped off by so many others. And I think issues that 10 years ago or 15 years ago maybe would have played a bigger role, oh, gee, I wouldn't vote for Donald because he had a divorce. Married I three think times. that I... You don't think that matters, I, I matters I anymore? I had two divorces. Uh, and they were very good women. And I always yeah, so say married three that, times. They were excellent women, terrific women. But you know what? I work so hard and so long that it's almost unfair to women. how you run? Well, I don't want to say odds. I don't want to put myself in that position. I don't want to put you in that position. But I will tell you, I love this country. I hate what's happening to it. And you may very well be surprised. Thanks for your time today. Thank
9: you. Thank you. And we, yeah, I'll say. It's uh, a busy afternoon.
1: Do you know <laughs> why the least, but he so many people really
5: go to his site? About, I got to
9: say, as serious should Trump as run. As, as, I've ever mm-hmm. seen him mm-hmm. and you know I've been skeptical about this from the very start but we talked about it a lot more and the rest of the interview is on my blog at abcnews.com com.
5: I'm curious to watch I mean, the rest of it I'm going to want but... to
2: see the rest of it all right
5: um, you know what it is with him that 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 make people go and check out the site and see what's going on it's fucking <laughs> It's morbid curiosity, I think. It's right. it's a bunch of people like, holy shit! Can you imagine what would happen? <laughs> I mean, it's it, it, it. Glenn Beck is is this is 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 worse, but um, but he said, you know, the, my most common phrase would be, "What do you mean we're out of missiles? Like, You're going to send somebody to intimidate right. OPEC? Are you fucking retarded? Oh, if you want shit blowing up every other day." my God, yeah, let's take all the protection that we have out of everywhere. And his assertion, uh, no, it was, uh, was it Limbaugh's assertion that we're in more or the same amount of wars that we were in with George Bush is patently false. Oh, yeah, that's a Total true. lie. Yeah. Because we pulled out of I- Iraq mostly yeah. and we're not in Libya. So, not as, uh you know, whatever. Fucking people. Um... I think I had one more thing here, but I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. This guy. Dad tattoos three-year-old son's shoulder.
4: Yeah, that's stupid.
5: This is from April 7th, so it's a little bit old. Um, Authorities say a Northwest Georgia father accused of tattooing his toddler has been sentenced to 12 months of probation and a $300 fine. A Rome News Tribune reports that, oh, the Rome News Tribune reports that 26-year-old Eugene Ashley was arrested in 2009 if Georgia Department of Family and Child Services workers saw DB tattooed on the child's shoulder. Why is this getting reported like like two years later? Um, a Floyd County... District Attorney Lee Patterson said the boy was three when the worker noticed the tattoo. Authorities say DB stood for Daddy's Boy. It's the one of the worst tattoos I've ever seen. Officials say Ashley pleaded guilty Monday to tattooing a child under the age of 18 and was given the probation sentence. His attorney could not immediately be reached late Monday. What the fuck? Like, really? Yeah, really? It's... You're going to tattoo a three-year-old?
4: With DB? Yeah. I'm better better if it's than supposed to be daddy's boy. It's douchebag. Better
5: than well, yeah. Better than DP, I guess. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I took this Easter quiz. Want to take the Easter quiz? I'll ask you some questions. Ready? Yeah. Who came out of the tomb? Who came? Oh, sorry. Who came first to the tomb on Sunday morning? One woman, two women, three women, or more than three women? Three women. The answer is all of them one woman in John with two women in Matt, three women in Mark and more than three women in Luke. So basically the whole, the whole quiz is like you pick one and it says it's all of them all the time because there's so many variations to the story. Um, When Mary returned from the tomb, did she know Jesus had been resurrected? Yes or no? No. Matthew, Mark and Luke say yes. John says no. But what did Ringo say? Ringo said, peace and love. Bonus, with myth- mythical character was the son of God, had a miraculous virgin birth, died, and was then resurrected. Jesus, Krishna, Mithra, Dionysus, or Osiris?
4: None of the above, Anakin Skywalker. Oh,
5: it's all of the above and Anakin Skywalker. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. So there's that. Hey, I've been reading uh we we got through A New Hope for bedtime stories. And yeah. um I don't understand how that movie was that book was made into a movie. <laughs> the book is fucking terrible. Really? Like like the Vader goes on talking for like way too long. Dude needs to shut up. Like the whoever polished the script really helped the dialogue. And now we're on to Empire. So But Empire is written a little closer to uh, you know, when the movie came out. So he, he like they knew what R2-D2 yeah. looked like at the time. So you want me to read the other email I have here?
0: Sure. Okay,
5: this is this is a little another slightly political one. This was posted in the comment section. And uh, I don't normally pull this off, comment section on, I think, uh, Huffington Post, but it was really good. Um, it was talking about conservatives versus liberals and the conservatives who basically just voted to end Medicare for people. Yeah. Uh, the Republican Party it won't pass the Senate, but still, they decided to do that, and 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 Obama would veto it anyway. And there's right. no way they can get a two thirds on it. But people should remember when it comes to time to vote for your uh, representatives that the Republicans in the House want to take your medical care away. Pretty interesting, huh? They want they they want to do exactly what they were saying Obamacare was going to do which is ration care to people. right? Bill Maher had an excellent point. He said, okay, so you're going to give people $15,000 a year. What happens in May when people in assisted living homes have run out of money? Right. And Michael Steele's answer, and I got to give him credit for this, his answer was, I don't know. I don't know if that guy's like all there, but his honest answers sometimes are very enlightening. Yeah. Um, so this is, uh, it says, uh, for 30 years, the Lee Atwater, Roe of Gingrich model has been to link the word liberal with coward and communist. Among the changes conservatives have opposed, usually hysterically, vociferous, and with great hyperbole, warning about the end of civilization, uh, society, the family, and religion were the American Revolution, <laughs> the Bill of Rights, and the forging of a democracy, universal white male suffrage, Public education, the emancipation of the slaves, the national park system, food safety, the breakup of monopolies, the Homestead Act, land-grant universities, rural electrification, women's suffrage, the abolition of child labor, the eight-hour workday, the minimum wage. Those last three actually all came from Wisconsin, where they just took all their shit away. Um Social security, civil rights for minorities and women, voting rights for minorities and the poor, cleaning up our air, our water, and toxic dump sites, consumer product safety, and Medicare and Medicaid. And he goes on to say, Every single one of those policy changes, which were literally the reforms that made this country what it is today, was accomplished by the progressive movement standing up to the fierce opposition of conservative reactionaries who were working only to preserve their own power. And for the most part, have spent decades slowly trying to undo or circumvent every one of them. I don't see anything wrong with progress, do you? No, not at all. Some people do. I really don't understand that. And I'm not trying to be stubborn or, you know, being a a Democrat right now, but I don't get the fucking fervor over keeping things the way they are. All right, I think we should do the last uh, break. What do you think?
4: Yeah, because I really got to pee. Fair enough.
5: find yourself looking for a different type of genre podcast?
6: Do you find yourself on the weekends wondering when you will find that one film that might change your life? Well, then maybe you should check out The Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema with your host Big Willie and the Samurai. Bringing class to the trash
2: since 1977 and rocking the house.
0: You can find The Gentleman at ggtmc.com.
6: to the trash.
3: This is a great jump film from the Girls on Film Radio. Are you tired of all those vegetarian or vegan podcasts? We just listened to what the Gentleman's Guide to Midnight Cinema had to say about the Girls on Film Radio.
6: A lot of good meat in there. There's a lot of good meat in there that the girls talk about. You guys got a lot of nice meat over there at the podcast. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: So there you have it. The meaty film discussion by meaty women. Listen to Girls on Film Radio, girls on
6: Hey, fans, it's Ken Forey. Just want to tell you about Mail Order Zombie. Great company. They review zombie films, any zombie film, every zombie film. And it's uh, something you should tune into. So if you get a chance, go to the website, look these guys up, Mail Order Zombie, and find out what the hot zombie films are today. What's going on? They're, these guys are right on the, the cutting edge of uh, reviewing zombie movies. And if you're a zombie, or you want to be a zombie, or you're thinking about being a zombie, or your mom's a zombie, your dad's a zombie, your damn mother-in-law's a zombie... Tune in the Mill of a zombie, baby. You'll find out what's going on. Kim Pori, and that's out. <laughs>
5: fitting that we use that uh bad religion song after uh, talking about conservatives
4: <laughs> they're just silly and close-minded
5: and yeah annoying. so let me read this part because it says that i can read that um and then we'll play it right after let me see if i can load that in while that's still open okay good um this is from reverend scott um, and the reason you don't have it to read is cause it came in while we were doing the show. Right? So, Hey guys, I thought in honor of episode 140, I would send you a nice message. Maybe see if I could pull some sound clips to use that show how kind and thoughtful you both are right now. You both may be saying, "uh Oh, but I assure oh. you this is legit. What could go wrong? Nothing. That's what row little nervous here. Let's see what happens.
7: Hey there, Chris and Frank. It's Reverend Scott. Hey. Man, last week was pretty crazy. Not only did I get out my thank you for Ian for his message to the show, but Bill from outside the cinema had his baby boy, Travis. Yep. I'm pretty sure I'm the baby's godfather. I'm expecting some papers in the mail to that effect any day now. With that said, I thought I'd be respectful of this new birth this week, much like when Frank had his baby boy. You remember my heartwarming story about my baby coming into this world? That was actually a pretty popular segment, so I thought I'd go nice again this week. (laughs) I spent a lot of time gathering weeks and weeks worth of sound clips showing how kind and thoughtful you two are on Are You Serious? So let's not waste any more time and get this going. Remember this glorious clip?
4: Merry Christmas, Chris. Merry Christmas, Frank. You're supposed to say Merry Frank Miss motherfucker. Did you not read the script? (sighs) Take two. Merry Christmas, Chris. Fuck you, Frank. <laughs> Very <laughs> <laughs> <Mary Frank-mas> Frank, Miss <laughs> Frank. I forgot about that. that was, anyway, you was funny.
5: I was yeah. saying, you know what? I, I, I'm I so glad we met him and, yeah, uh, and oh, he's that he's great. become a part of the show. That's yeah, just, most definitely. I can't, I can't. Oh, I see where this is
4: going. i put him on a yeah. payroll if we had a payroll.
7: Man, that was pretty amazing. And then. <laughs> oh, fucking gag me with a the meat thermometer. <laughs> that was fucking painful. <laughs> Oh, hey, assholes. Think I forgot about you? I can't deal with this circle jerk anymore. I had to step in and let the voting public know about the real deal Holyfield. We all know atheist presidential candidate Chris Brickelmeyer is very opinionated. Well, we had no idea how malicious those opinions could be until now.
5: People who lost their homes in forest fires in California had it coming. I say let them die. Wow. (laughs) The only Katrina victims we're seeing on television are the scumbags.
7: That's insane.
5: (laughs) Roosevelt, what a nutbag. Am I wrong by saying there was a good portion of people that thought, holy cow, I'm glad he's dead.
7: Unreal.
5: I'm thinking about killing Michael Moore, and I'm wondering if I could kill him myself or if I would need to hire somebody to do it. No, I think I could. I think he could be looking me in the eye, you know, and I could just be choking the life out. Is this wrong? Wow. I don't think I got to hate victims faster than the 9-11 victims. <laughs> and when I see a 9-11 victim family on television or whatever, I'm just like, this oh, shut Glenn up. Back. Who gives this a shit? Yeah. Back. Like, seriously, I'm so sick of them, basically. They're always complaining. <laughs> 9-11 victims can suck my dick.
7: Somehow, <laughs> I'm not surprised Chris would say that. At first I thought this was the top ten worst things Glenn Beck had said. But then Chris said.
5: Again, this is my own personal opinion. And oh. the stupidest things Glenn Beck has said. Wow. Well.
7: Enjoy laying in the bed you guys made. Maybe you can make room for Glenn Beck too, considering you want him to join politics with you so bad.
5: Glenn Beck, please run for office. <laughs> please. <laughs>
7: I just completely feel like the tear running down my cheek is proof of the absolute love emanating from Chris and Frank so often on Are You Serious? I hope all those examples can allow us to put the rough campaign past behind us and move on to new brighter horizons. Peace and love, guys. Anything you want to say? Well, I Before I, I can't talk about cock or anything,
5: so I don't know. <laughs> All right. I guess
7: I'll say fuck. There we go. All
4: right. Um,
5: that's the
7: only one I got.
4: Jack off in your soup. I don't care.
5: <laughs> nice,
4: nice, now, and I'll have to listen to the show. Oh my god, that's uh, funny. Ellen said
5: cock. She did. She's dirty. That's funny. Ah, so what I've learned from that is oh, we've only ever said one nice thing.
4: I guess so. <laughs> it was around the holidays yeah. when you're almost obligated to, so <laughs> I guess it meant nothing. Oh, that was good. It's a zero-sum game.
5: Yeah. All right, I'm going to start the end of the show up, and uh, let's see if we can keep it under two hours. Ooh. I hope we can, because uh, I hate switching, like... When it goes over to the final break and it ends, yeah fucking tough to fix. Anyway, thank you, Scott.: Are you serious? Podcast
4: at gmail.com. Let's see if you can do it.: Phone number206383094.
5: All right. Wow. And uh, what do we got 141 next week send in news stories. Yeah, because that's always fun to see what people think. Oh, and um, we had got a submission about that church that uh, prayed for the guy to get his uh, his bar to get oh, struck yeah. by lightning. So we already covered that, but thank you for resubmitting yeah. it. And um, I've had multiple, multiple people um, sending in the little Jedi girl. Oh, good. Did we talk about that on the show? Was The one no. at, uh, at the, like, the Star Wars bullet, weekend? Cool. No, no, no. Oh. The, the little girl that... Um, uh, She's at the Jedi Training Academy in Disney. Oh, yeah. And they're like, they're talking about the dark side. And uh, they said, Do You don't want to join with Vader. And she bows to him. <laughs> and the guy playing Mace Windu is like, All right, come with me. I'll show you where the Sith Academy is. People went crazy. I'm like, that's, that, that could be my daughter's.
4: That's hilarious. People yeah. got mad. No,
5: they liked it. Oh, I'll, okay, I'll have to show yeah. you the video. But I thought we had talked about it. Anyway, that's the end of the show.
3: Bye-bye. Are you still there? But, uh, hey, the, the budget deal that we announced on the show, it happened right on the show last week, that they were going to cut almost $40 billion out of the budget. They were voting on it today. Apparently it went through the House. This, of course, is very bad news for, like, poor people. Health programs for the poor were cut $600 million. The EPA was cut $1.6 The good news, they cut all the money out of repairing federal buildings. So there is a slight chance a wall will collapse on Eric Cantor. (laughs) Or (laughs) Michelle Bachman, you know, they—they—they are so the Republicans are so obsessed with this Planned Parenthood issue. She was saying, and this is just a huge lie, that she said uh, Planned Parenthood is the lens crafters of big abortion. which is a real double whammy because you know the conservatives they hate planned parenthood and they hate lens crafters <laughs> because lens crafters makes glasses and that can lead to reading <laughs> so and, and i don't know if you heard this but this was today Arizona the state of Arizona the liberal progressive state of Arizona <laughs> going to be the first in the country where you have to, if you want to run for president, present the long-form birth certificate. And Obama today said, all right, you got me. (laughs) I'm an anchor baby. My mother brought me here to trick you into letting me mow your lawn. (laughs) My favorite part of this bill in Arizona, if you don't have your birth certificate, uh, you can provide baptismal or circumcision certificates. <laughs> Who has a circumcision <laughs> certificate? Is this, is this something people frame and put on their wall next to their accounting diploma? Steve, I see you went to Wharton and your penis is westernized. <laughs> uh, So's mine. But you know, this birther stuff is working, winning. You know who it's winning for? Donald Trump. Now leading every week, this guy—it's a new. Now he's leading by nine points the entire Republican field. To the point where Mitt Romney, who was the front runner, this week had to go the reverse. Mitt Romney said he thinks Obama is an American who was born in Hawaii. It's—it's it's not all that reassuring when the least crazy candidate is the Mormon. <laughs> and you got to love Donald Trump. He said he would reveal his decision whether he's going to run uh, on the season finale of The Celebrity Apprentice. Because nothing says you're serious about running the country like standing shoulder to shoulder with Gary Busey, Hulk Hogan, (laughs) stuttering John and Meatloaf. That sends a signal, I think, to this nation and other nations. But, of course, now the other candidates who are opposing uh, Trump for the Republican nomination, they're in a panic. How how can they compete with this? Well, Mike Huckabee said today when he announces his candidacy, it would include a lesbian kiss. (laughs) A lesbian kiss, like they do on reality. Anyway, um, no, no, no. I have to explain them. They're no good. (laughs) Uh, But Trump, I think is a little tone deaf to the average American. He unveiled a slogan this week. Are you better off than you were four wives ago? (laughs) A little. And I love this. He said today on a radio show, I have a great relationship with the blacks. (laughs) So great that he understands how much they like being referred to as the blacks. That's... (laughs) Every black I know likes that. And speaking of the blacks, um, (laughs) it was this week the 150th anniversary of the Civil War. Started, yes, 150 years ago this past Tuesday. In a solemn ceremony, Michelle Bachman mailed a letter to the Gettysburg Address. End of line.